let's say that you find a bunch of problems in your due diligence period or the appraisal does come low, it doesn't mean you have to exit. You can also use those um, contingencies to try to get a better deal on the property or loan. Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast, your daily guide to financial freedom through real estate. I'm your host, Jocelyn Kaufman, and today I'm here with my co-host, David Robinson. And today we're going to talk to you guys about how to bulletproof your real estate contract, um, particularly as a buyer, as an investor. So David, what are things when you're with an investor, when you're representing an investor, what are things that you want to make sure are in the contract to protect your client? Uh, I'll steal the most obvious one from you, and then you'll have to come up with something more creative. But for me, the the number one thing that you want to make sure that you have in your contract is a reasonable due diligence period that gives you an opportunity to back out of the contract if you find something wrong with the property or challenges with the property that were unexpected, or you run into financing issues, and uh, it gives you an opportunity to back out of the contract um, if there are any of those problems and do so without losing any of your earnest money. So I think that's the number one way. And I guess that's more of like how to protect yourself in a contract. I'm not sure that that's really like, hey, this is how I want to bulletproof it. But um, yeah, that, the, at least a high level thought there. Yeah, I think making sure that the earnest money you're putting down is protected, um, making sure you have enough time for due diligence, like you're saying. Uh, I'm a true believer in keeping it contingent on an appraisal if you're getting lending um, because there's, I mean, especially with the market today, I don't I don't know why you would, would want to pay under an appraised value. Um, but keeping it contingent on the appraisal, keeping it contingent on financing, because you never know what's going to happen. You might lose your job. Um, and also too, if those things come back, let's say that you find a bunch of problems in your due diligence period or the appraisal does come low, it doesn't mean you have to exit. You can also use those um contingencies to try to get a better deal on the property or lower the price to the appraised value or lower the price, the the amount of the repairs that are needed that you found in due diligence. And so um, by bulletproofing the contract, by having deadlines you can work with, having your earnest money um, protected and keeping it contingent on as many things as possible, you're going to be um, the utmost protected by doing that. And I would say maybe to add a a few other little points, um, if you are someone that, you know, is well-versed in contracts and negotiations, then you could probably do this on your own. Uh, Having, you know, a self-serving statement here, having a broker or an agent involved in your transaction is definitely helpful in bulletproofing it strictly simply from like a an addendum perspective. In these contracts, for the most part, there's a lot of just sort of standardized approved language by the state that that you're operating in. But when you start writing addendums, a lot of those are just free-flowing statements that are being made. And, And one thing that I've learned over the years is to really just be very clear and concise when writing those addendums. Um, so using the correct legal language, and there's different terms that can be 
legally interpreted in different ways. And so I think you need to be careful about the language that you're using in your addendums. And then um, also, <laughs> it sounds stupid, but make sure that you're obtaining all the necessary signatures on the contract. Like you could be in a situation where maybe there's a spouse and a husband that both own the property and you've only got one signature on on the contract. Well, from a very technical standpoint, that may not be a binding contract. So uh, those are just two maybe more nuanced uh, ways to bulletproof your contract. Yeah, that's a good point. I think probably once a deal, I noticed that a, a signature is missing because I'm so meticulous looking at every little thing. And I'm always like, hey, you missed a signature. <laughs> and um, that's that's important. And as the buyer, like you have to be doing that too. It shouldn't just be your agent. So um, understand that your agent, if you if you are with a realtor, understand that they're not the one buying the house. They're not the one with like the responsibility of that house after you close, you are. And so really make sure you're paying attention to detail, reading through all of the contracts, even though it seems boring, even though you might have bought three houses before, always read through everything. And the more you read through it, the more you'll learn. And um, maybe you can, you know, come up with an idea and teach your agent what you want to do. So hopefully you guys got some good tips today on how to make sure that your real estate purchase contract is solid and you're going to be protected. That's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow. 